Hello and welcome to Post Audio's Commentary, where we talk over movies and shows we think you should give a chance. I'm Doug. I'm Jeremy. And the time is here. We are at the final weekend of May, which and thus the end of anime. So to cap it off, after weeks of begging and pleading, Jeremy finally gets his wish. And so today we are covering the cultural phenomenon that is Sailor Moon. And joining us today to help fill up the soundscape, since... I don't have much to add to this track, is another Sailor Moon aficionado, the one and only Allie. Hi, yeah, um, uh, lovely Mooney myself. I literally have a black cat because I've always wanted one because Sailor Moon had one, so. <laughs> That's so that, that big That's of a fan. <laughs> yeah, big fan, big fan. I wanted a girl cat, but the shelter had a boy cat, and by the shelter I mean a stranger I met on the internet. Um, and I had her bring it over to my apartment, and now he and I have been roommates for three years, and we're, we're doing great. No bickering? No, we get along very well. He's very sleepy. I'm also very sleepy. So um, that we coexist at a very nice level. I think this year for Halloween, I might be Sailor Moon. And since I just rewatched it all, and Bert, I'm going to put a little um, present moon on his head, and he's going to be my little Luna. He's a bit oh, chunkier yeah. than Luna. Luna's lean. No offense, Bert, because he's in the room. But <laughs> also, he can be whatever size he wants. He's perfect the way he is. Um, anyway. Can you, tie the, uh, can you tie the meatballs in your hair? I yes, I sometimes just wear them because I'm such a freaking loser. So sometimes I'll be like, yeah, here's the thing. Trendy hairstyles are just like wacky and dumb anyway. So nobody even notices that's what I'm doing, but they do. Um, it's like, oh, it's like space buns. I'm like, yeah, it's like space buns. It's not. It's, it's very thing. intentional, but it's very similar. Mm -hmm. No, but I have dark hair. So I, um, I probably will get like a wig, not like a really nice wig because those are very, very expensive. And I um, am poor. So, it probably it's only for one day anyway. Yeah, but I find a lot of use. Like, I got a wig for Halloween this year for two of my costumes, and I think I've already used it one more time. Um, I I I I find a use for themes for themed props uh, pretty often, pretty frequently. Um, like my yeah. birthday this year was Carrie themed, um, and I had my roommates like dump a bucket of fake blood on me, and they had to dress <laughs> as like seventies prom, and I like decorated. The, our apartment to look exactly like the gym from well not exactly like because it's an apartment but um the, all the decorations were like replicas of the decorations they had on and carry from 1976 I, the, I would like to specify not the chloe grace moretz version it's not what i'm talking about uh yeah we don't we don't discuss that version yeah that is not in that was not involved that was not a piece of that i'd yep. like to be on record having said that <laughs> um it's on there. It's all. Thank it's God. All for their, now the, for their now the masses ha or have that as available knowledge if they so choose to listen. Exactly. Um, so the theme of uh, the, the theme of the of the month has been how people get into anime. You know, whatever mm -hmm. we've said it four different times already. Uh, so was this your introduction, or had you already seen some other anime stuff beforehand? Um, this was my introduction. My mom's sister is 14 years younger than her. And I visited my grandparents and my aunts and uncles who were all like, you know, 14 to 20 years younger than my mom um, in California. They lived out there at the time. And my uh, aunt was in high school and she was just really into Sailor Moon. She had like a closet full of like memorabilia um, in their living room. And I remember she took me in to see like all the stuff. And I was like, this is very cool. And she was like, do you want to watch some? And I said, yes, I do. And so then from then on, like whenever she sent me packages or letters, she would always, cause she's like an artist too. She would always like draw the characters from Sailor Moon on it. 
So it was my first anime. It was actually how I learned to draw was like mimicking um, what my aunt would draw on my, like the packages and envelopes that she would send me from California when she lived over there. Um, hmm. And then I've just continued to really like it. Oh man, that's awesome. Well, obviously mm-hmm. this is my introduction as well. So, so we are we share not that. twins in that capacity. Yeah. Love uh, to see it. Love to see it. Uh, mine was completely different though. It was staying up late nights watching Toonami. Mm, absolutely yeah she had purchased me she mailed me the vhs tapes of the movies so i have the vhs tapes of the movies um and i would watch the shows like just whenever it was on so i never had really watched it properly all the way through and then in college i was a secretary and it was at a, the college of fine arts um dean's office and no one came in because it was summer so there was like nobody there and so i would just sit at my little desk and i uh, I torrented a bunch of episodes of Sailor Moon so I could watch it all the way through. Yep. And one of the other people who works in the office was always really annoyed I was watching cartoons and I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, there's nothing. When something happens, I do it. But I was like, but if nothing's going to happen, like, I am going to be watching Sailor Moon. Like, this, that is part of how this is going to work. Um, and it was. Clock in, Sailor Moon, clock out, go back home, Sailor Moon. No, it's literally what I would do. <laughs> it's literally what I would do. Like, okay guys night and then i go home and if i didn't have plans it was me and um my at that point my fresh black cat because I mean, he wasn't fresh he's nine so i got him kind of he was seven i think um but we would chill and and watch that and i would order takeout because i hate cooking um <laughs> it's a good life it could be worse certainly that that sounds like the epitome of college jet life right there just That's not not wanting to cook like. and then watching reruns of cartoons Bro, that's still what my life looks like. I don't think you. I don't. I don't think some of us are going to grow out of it. I won't speak for no. everyone, but certainly, I clearly, I'm not gonna. At least yet. I I started rewatching uh, X Men Evolution because I think uh, one of my friends got me back into that, and I was like, ah, oh, I remember watching that a lot as a kid and getting into the Burger King toys even from that <laughs> show. It's not a great like, show, but it, I just love rewatching it. I don't know why. Well, that's the thing. I think there are some shows that like are they just like feel very comforting because you watched them at an age where life felt kind of comfortable. Um, So even though it sucks, you're like, yeah, this sucks. I freaking love it still. Like I'm not going to, I'm going to find a lot of joy and peace in that. That's not the case for everybody. So I feel like a lot of people that I know were like, no, now I watch like good shows. And I'm like, okay, what's up up with that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, go ahead. Like have fun. Like, good for you, I guess. I'm going to actually be having fun doing my thing. Um, <laughs> there, are, there are, like, those that are in denial, and then there are those that just, like, stay stuck with the nostalgia goggles on. Oh, yeah. You Absolutely. know, whatever, doing their past favorites. So how does, for the both of you, when, mm-hmm. you know, of course, you watch Sailor Moon as uh, children and now as adults, do you keep the Sailor or the nostalgia goggles on, or do you see its many flaws or flaws if they have any I guess I should say well that's sort of a complicated question with this show in like specifically because this dub that we're about to watch the original dub from the 90s cuts out um all of the gay characters and I don't mean they cut them out um they there are two sets of gay characters where they change things in the plot to make it um straight relationships the one being uh it's supposed to be two men and they have a female voice actress for one of the characters so they um, make that character a female and then there uh then that's like a gay male couple and then there's a lesbian couple and the voiceover dub is different and it says like that they're cousins cousins Cousins, in the dub 
And then the fifth season was never released by um, this dubbing company because it was so gay because they had transgender characters. Or not necessarily even transgenderly. When they are human, not superheroes, they're boys. And then when they turn into their superhero alter egos, mm-hmm. um, these are the starlights, they um, turn into women. It's like, all, like, that's like their like mystical transformation. And so they were like, yeah, we're not airing that in the US. And I actually watched it for the first time this past rewatch in quarantine um, and in Japanese, just like with the, the subtitles, because the there titles. is no English version of it. And um, it's the best season by far. Like it is genuinely the best season because a lot mm. of the early seasons are very formulaic. Um, like it's like Sailor Moon doesn't really want to do stuff because she's lazy and she just wants to hang out with her friends and play video <laughs> games and eat like fun food. But now she has to fight and that sucks. And then she's also a tuxedo mask and she loves him. Um, and then the day ends and she makes a little pun and Luna's like, stop that. And they're all like, dumb little Sailor Moon. And she goes, when? Like, that's the whole episode. So um, I, I've only watched six episodes of this show so far. And that is that is all I got from these episodes was what you just described. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what we're about to watch. But I also, through a nostalgic lens, I love every minute of it. I'm like, and also from an artistic standpoint, the styling of the villains is so cool because they're all people who work regular jobs for some reason it all has to be like the job is a setup to like get people's energy and then they use they'll say like energy or heart power or whatever it changes every season based on like the main villain but um they're really cool character designs i think anyway oh yeah i was gonna say because uh takeuchi um i think jeremy and i were even wondering about this too um has a very distinct manga style mm-hmm. um of course sailor moon is like one of the most iconic looking characters in the past century i guess mm-hmm. and um it's, i don't know if you know this but like the reason i was kind of introduced to sailor moon was through two ways one jeremy's icon for our netflix watch party oh shit. it was yeah it was sailor moon it's still sailor, love sailor moon it. we love to see it love to see it mine was wolverine so mine's definitely... luna from sailor moon so oh yeah luna's luna. also a little character yeah 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 so through that and uh i did a rewatch of hunter hunter recently and mm. uh and yu yu haka show and the creator of that is married to the creator of sailor moon i did know this i did know this to be true um and yeah. they do little he does little teases i've never watched hunter hunter but i know that he does little teases to sailor moon in it every now yes. and then which i think is cute hashtag couple goals um just right. kidding that seems like a lot of competition i wouldn't be interested in but no. um, because but but it seems sweet from the outside. Whether it is sweet on the inside, uh, I hope it is. She seems like someone I would really like in person, so I hope that her life is good. Well, you might um, want to start watching Hunter Hunter because um, so unfortunately Togashi, um, that's that's his name, um, mm. has been sick mm. for the past two to three years. Um, so there hasn't been a new chapter out of Hunter Hunter in a long time. And uh, apparently in his uh, will and testament, if uh, this sickness takes him, he's asked her to finish it, finish Hunter Hunter for him. Well, no, that's just cute as shit. That's right? absolutely adorable. I love like, that. Breaks my heart, but at the same time, I'm kind of interested to see how Takeuchi will take on the Hunter Hunter universe. Mm. To, uh, to uh, talk about an earlier point, oh man, I love it when she Flips the spatula around. So funny. Oh, yeah. I love the mom's voice actress as well. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, and that's the thing, too. The early seasons are really fun because they have a cast of characters that aren't Sailor Scouts. The later seasons are are almost exclusively it's, Sailor yeah, Scouts. Yeah, entirely, almost, yeah. Because at that point, they're so busy. Like, the crises yeah, the they face get bigger and bigger, and so they have less and less time to have friends that are outside of their, like, superhero universe. Exactly. Um, like like any yeah. other show does. Like, once, once yeah, the yeah. main conflict gets ratcheted up. Well, uh, and it's it like Sailor Moon, even though she's a girl, um, has the same hero's journey of any sort of like of any of any show or movie that follows the trope of like the hero's journey. Like if you look at like Star Wars, like she has the Luke Skywalker, like I'm not going to be a hero. I'm not going to go anywhere. And then her friend gets attacked. She has to be a superhero, which we're about to watch. Um, yeah. And like that's the only reason she I didn't even it. have to bring up Joseph Campbell. Sorry I interrupted you. I know. <laughs> You're, I good. Know. You're good. You're good. Um, so. Yeah, she follows that same, like, unlike, um, reluctant hero path of, like, I just want to be a regular girl. And, like, yep. they're like, you can't be a regular girl. Except for, like, the Obi-Wan Kenobi in this scenario is a talking cat. Which I think <laughs> is I'm like, how fun is that? Obi-Cat Kenobi. Who, for exactly. some reason, I think that's the funniest part about the... It's not the funniest part, but it's up there. Of, uh, of the, the Deke um, dub is that she's a grandma like that she's a grandma because Const- it's constantly uh, berating her well that's even the though thing that's cl- like, go ahead no you finish please i keep interrupting you uh, no it's just fine um all i was gonna say is that obviously that's not what the character is in later no. seasons but i don't think that deke ever gets to that point where you actually see luna in like human form and they did dub the movie that she turns into Princess uh, Snow Kaguya, the Princess of the Moon. Um, and it's the same actress, or voice actress, rather. Um, but it, it, like, it doesn't sound as weird as you think it would, um, I think. But also because it was the only voice I had ever heard of Luna, like that's, I would have felt weirder as a kid having heard a different actress, I think. But I, li- I think they probably made her a grandma, honestly, to follow follow that trope more closely like exactly that's what i was gonna say you know what i mean like it's this wise elder as opposed to like for some reason the guardian's just also like a cat and it's like a a fun like like cute cool cat it's like okay i guess it's a sabrina the teenage witch cat even though it came beforehand it's yeah yeah yeah, it's your yoda luke skywalker kind of relationship absolutely except it's a it's a nagging grandma well yeah yeah i love that you don't yeah, get well, to see the grandma very often. You know, which I think is fun. You know, there's only one boy character, basically, and he never really does anything. He just kind of, he throws one rose in every fight <laughs> just to distract the villain for a split second so that someone can be like, Sailor Moon, you're Tiara. And she's like, oh, right, my only power, I should use that. Exactly. Um, and then she does. Um, <laughs> and then he's like, good job. Um, the, well, in this first episode is where the meme of like, uh, my work here is done, you didn't do anything comes from, and that's not actually a quote from the episode, it's just a text that people put over screen caps of the episode, um, but it really made the rounds for a while, people really used that. I mean, there's like, a so it made the rounds enough so. that people thought it was canon. Yes, people believe that that is in an episode of Sailor Moon, and it isn't, it's images um, from the jewelry shop that, in this dub, her friend's name is Molly, um, that her that Molly's mom owns, mm-hmm. um, and he's like in a window being you know being a being fly being cool being being darian being darian <laughs> yep yeah being tuxedo mask tuxedo but, mask being darian uh, i th- thought it was tuxedo man no 
No, Tuxedo Mask, because he's in a tuxedo and also wearing a mask. It's a very literal name. Come on, Doug. Oh, it was look at, it. Yeah, well, look at the was picture. It's a, very, it's a very literal name. <laughs> I was like, this whole time, I must have misheard it, because I thought I was just Tuxedo Man, and I'm like watching this, and I'm like, that's a stupid name. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say Tuxedo Mask is a brilliant name, and then in later <laughs> yeah. seasons, he loses his memories, and there's another version of him that is um, the Moonlight Knight, which I think is also... Not a great name for um, a superhero. At least it rhymes. It's, it's got. It's got. Yeah, it comes off the tongue a little bit better. Yeah, I, well, that whole plotline's also weird because it's him, but it's not him. It's like the energy that l- wants to love and protect her. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and it's, it's, in Sailor Moon, a lot of times, like they say, like an explanation for something. You just have to say, like, you know what? Okay. Just yeah, gonna have to accept sure. this one. Yeah. And like their love brings a scepter of power for her forward, and I'm like okay, that's never happened before and it never happens again, but whatever, I accept it because I do. Or like her mom give her a gift even though she's dead and I'm like, how is she doing that? There's no answer. You're not going to get an answer. <laughs> yeah. So don't look for one. It's not don't in there. Don't look for one. Because I look, it's not in there. <laughs> so do you chalk that up to being on purpose or just lazy writing? <laughs> that's it's... a brilliant question. <laughs> I, I just don't think this story has a I mean, if they if they develop or flesh it out a little bit more, maybe. But I mean, the stories get better things to do. Right, and I think that in I've never read the actual books, and I've always meant to, and then I never have. But it's it's deep and it's long and a lot yep. of work, and I and it's that's very very intimidating for me to have not done yet. So I, it puts me off sometimes. But uh, some of that stuff is fleshed out in the comics, not. Um, not the show. Not the show. Also, not all of it. Not all of it is fleshed out. I also follow an Instagram account that is um, Victorian Sailor Moon. And it's just an artist retelling um, the comic version through um, a new cartoon. But it's like set in Victorian England for no reason. But it's so they just have like fun little different outfits. And that fleshes it out a little bit as well, even though that's not real or canon. I'm like, you know what? Random lady retelling this through a Victorian fan fiction comic. I'm into it. You're answering questions I've always had. Thanks. So instead um, of schoolgirl skirts, it's uh, corsets and uh, yes, yes, but they, yes, yes. They have a lot of hats, a lot of hats, yep. um, Some ball a lot gowns. of hats, ball gowns, button button up boots, um, but with like a smaller heel. Very, but still uh, very pretty, very fun. Um, yeah, the cats are different. I mean, they're not different, different, but like. I don't know. But also, this is this artist's art style. Um, and I really enjoy it. But they're taking a break because they don't do that for money. And they do, like, other commissions and comics for money. Like, they publish comics. And so they're focusing on that right now, which is, like, awesome. But I don't care about those things. Whenever they <laughs> those things it, aren't like, Sailor oh. Moon. And I'm like, this isn't... I follow this account for Victorian Sailor Moon. So I really love it if you could get back to that kind of things. Bring back the not-your-original content. Yeah. I mean, yeah... I don't know. I like that because that was all they posted for a while. That account was all Victorian Sailor Moon when I first followed it. So I was like, oh, cool. Um, and which is not a sentence that I think makes, I think that's an oxymoron to be like, oh, it's only posting Victorian Sailor Moon fan fiction comics. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's an oxymoron. But yeah. um, now it's back to doing other stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to have to mute this because I don't care about these comics. Sorry, artists. I don't. I'm, I'm just scrolling past through this. This is just extra pages. I, I, I don't yeah, need. I, I don't want to read these ones. I don't. This isn't about something I already care about. Sorry. 
Sorry. There, there's the shot, though. The tuxedo mask shot that we brought up earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um... I did nothing. Goodbye. Or I did nothing. I threw a rose, and then he just, like, vanishes, and she's like, got hard eyes for him. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's a baddie. There's no way around that. Well, I'm, crazy thing in this is, so she has a crush on a guy who runs the... He doesn't run. He works at the video game Yeah, he works at the video, video game store. store. Yeah. And his, his name is Andrew in this dub, and she has a crush on him. And sometimes she'll be like, what if Andrew's tuxedo mask? And it's like, well, Andrew's blonde, and tuxedo mask <laughs> has black hair. And, like, maybe it's a wig, but even then, like, their face structures are very different. Different. It's just, like, and she'll, like, have little daydreams of, like, Andrew in the tuxedo mask outfit. And then, like, clearly this is not the same person. <laughs> like, I'm happy that you have your heart set on it. Also, all the boys are significantly older than the girls. The girls are, they are part of the show. Right. They're they're in middle school, right? They're yeah, they're yeah. finishing middle school. They are fourteen. Well and it's structured different. Like the Japanese school system is structured differently. So like they're in middle school, but they're like fourteen, fifteen. Um whereas like in middle I that's I don't know. But um the boys are starting college. So yeah. they're eighteen at that point. Um and then by the end of the show, you know, she's like 17 and he's like 25 yeah which is still pretty gnarly honestly but also they're predestined to be together because um on you know in the silver millennium on the moon in the moon kingdom they were already married it's like a whole separate thing and it was different there you know age of consent laws don't matter if it's well she was royalty and she fell in love and they loved each other so much that it transcends lifetimes basically it's like a whole yeah you know thing Anyway. I love it. But then their their li- their <laughs> lives are unlocked through this like memory thing. I don't know. It's it, it, that's another one where you're like, okay, sure, their memories are unlocked now. Whatever you say, um, you just throw your hands up and you're like, okay, fine. Yeah, there's not really a reason it happens when it does, and you're just like, hey, I get it. It's towards the end of the season, so they're gonna remember what happened. Whatever, I'll I'll take it. Yeah. And then I did. Anyway. So episode it's, two. It, it is unfortunate. Uh, you know, as a guy that's a fan of the show, I mm-hmm. really wish that they weren't this young. Yeah, yeah. That's that's got some bad implications. Well, and in the comics, um, at some point she loses her virginity, and that was a very controversial thing that happened. Um, she does lose it to um, to Darian, and like that was like a, a, there was a lot of controversy when that occurred. But in the comics, they get even older. So like this happens because yeah. the show wraps when she's like. 17 i think but Mm -hmm. in the comics she keeps aging because the comics continue on past the fifth season so um i think there's like 80 volumes yeah once yeah absolutely so once that had happened she's like at an age where it would be a lot less gross um (laughs) and i guess i've been dating for years in this lifetime and they were also dating they were married in a different lifetime and they also get married in the future because their daughter comes to the past and that's a whole separate <laughs> I was, I was going to ask you about Chibiusa but maybe we'll wait a little bit longer I mean we can talk about her later now up to you um, uh, she, doesn't, like... she doesn't show up in the first three episodes so we can talk about her whenever okay sounds good the pink haired girl is their daughter yeah. yeah that is their daughter back <laughs> from the past or she's back from the future because the future is in a state of turmoil so they feel like it's safer to have her being like stored in the past with them as like teenagers basically um <laughs> but so she's uh, like the trunks of the sailor moon universe almost kind of 
And she is quite, uh, she's really there to, to make Serena's life harder. She said, they said, you know what, Usagi, what if life was way worse for you now that it's finally perfect? Because they, like, do not get along. Um, but then they do. It's a very weird dynamic. And also, like, she's, like, obsessed with um, her dad as a young person, which I think is really weird. And then when she's turned into the dark lady, there's, like, a weird, like, I would I would say most people would consider a sexual vibe she has for Tuxedo Mask, who is her dad. Um, oh, and I no. think that is... I think that's a weird turn. But again, I love this show so much that anytime something like that happens, I'm like, I'm going to move past it. I don't care. I will look past this. Um, and I do every time. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Chibu says, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to get through those episodes that are specifically like her episodes. I don't mind them, honestly. Upon this most recent rewatch, I have really grown to um, have some quite some affection for her. I don't, I don't necessarily understand the logic of when they send like adult, adult Sailor Moon, adult Tuxedo Mask. I don't understand why they keep sending her back to the past <laughs> after the initial time. Because right. the initial time, I understand her mother is in this like Sleeping Beauty style, like coma curse. that she can't be, yeah, well, yeah curse exactly. that she can't yeah. be woken from. Um, you know what I mean? Because Prince Diamond has done this whole thing, whatever, whatever. So I do understand that they're like, shit, like, we don't want to put her in a coma, you know, whatever. Um, but then after that, you know, conflict has been dealt with and those villains have been vanquished. I'm like, and she's awake again. And then they send her back again. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't think we really needed to send her back another time. I think she could have just had a life. And then people are like, because she comes back the second time because she's like, I don't have any friends in the court. There's nobody my age. So I came back here, like, because my parents want me to make friends. And I'm like, what's the point of making friends in the past? I, I know. You're not going to be friends with future. them. Exactly. Yeah, and can you get the dead. Melissa character for? Right? Is it uh, Melissa, her friend? Uh, Haruto, I think Haruto? we're discussing, is uh, who is Sailor Saturn. No. Yeah. Yeah, Sailor Saturn. Uh, she is the guardian um, of death and silence. D destroyer of planets she's also a child um <laughs> and, and she's like they act like she's the same age as chibius and she's literally not like she's older than her so like she finally made a friend her age and it's like she's clearly older than her by like a little bit like a couple years so it's like mm -hmm. it's not exactly what the assignment was but that's fine um it's but then she fine. gets turned into a baby and then she like Sailor Saturn gets turned into a baby, and then she her age accelerates again back to the age that she was because there's like another crisis in the fifth season. It's a whole thing that triggers her like um, age acceleration. Aging, yeah. I guess she had that always, but they never mentioned it. Um, isn't she also like a thousand years old, supposedly? Yeah, well, that's Due all the Outer Well, all the Outer Century are like way old. Um, because like Sailor Pluto is the guardian of time and space and also died and then comes back and they never tell you why. They don't even explain it. They don't even like tip the hat to say, oh, she used to be dead. They just, everyone's like, oh my God, you're here. Literally, that's it. That's, and then they never talk about it again. Hey, you're back. <laughs> what took so long? They literally didn't, they don't even say that. They're like, oh my gosh, you. And then that's it. Get done. Whatever. Cause if, <laughs> and it's also interesting that she's able to just hang out because when she first enters the show, she, um, she can't leave the gates of time. And then all of a sudden she can just hang out with them, whatever. And then she lives on earth with them. And I'm like, thank you. Again, I, I, again, I'm talking a lot of shit for one of my favorite shows that I watch all the time and I would defend with my life. So. Oh, anyway. Hey, we, 
We do that, we do that all for the time. everything. Yeah. We do that for everything. Yeah, like I'm poking a lot of holes in this. This is like maybe my favorite show of all time. Don't worry, people. We're still recommending Sailor Moon to you, especially these two, but we're going to shit on I, it while we're at I, it. Well, I mean, we still recommended Initial D, and the entire commentary track is me just berating it. Yeah. Well, and I also think if you really love something, you are able to acknowledge its flaws. Yeah. You are yeah. not blindly following it. You're just like, I love this. I There are parts of it that I know could be better, but I love it um, anyway. Yep, that's the... I, I guess that's kind of going to be the theme of this discussion. It's just like, when is it okay, or when is it okay to put on the nostalgia goggles, and when is it okay to, t you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When is it okay to look through those certain lens and be like, you know what? Obviously, yeah, this is either problematic or this is just bad writing. But you know what? I still enjoy the hell out of it, and I'm still like it. Well, and, and I can't think stop me. I got a lot of virtue a... to it as well. So. Yeah, I was going to say, as a very uh, spunky lady um, who was always a small gal, I like this show for me always meant a lot because they do all the fighting. Like the girls do all the fighting yeah. throughout the entire thing. Um, They're just taking care of business. Uh, and there's, again, there's one male character and he literally never does anything. Um, <laughs> he's there for moral support. He's there to be for arm candy literally and like honestly like go off that's awesome like she just she's dealing with everything on her own and she's really emotional and um feminine they all are yeah, um, yeah. really mostly really feminine save for they they're you know you could make a case that sailor jupiter is um, uh, i was gonna say jupiter is the one but i'd i'd, I'd argue that she still does it with this like feminine i think um, she's one of to it. i think also like she like even though she's the most physically aggressive she's also the one who is like the most hopeless romantic she's the one her bit is always to be like my old boyfriend she like says <laughs> that in like a bunch of episodes where she's like it makes me think of my old boyfriend my old boyfriend um like she's the one that's the, next to i mean they're all a little boy crazy which is what it is but they're also right. 14 and it's you know 9, 1995 so that's for 1995 it's still really positive representation i think of of women um like, I, I mean still today generally there's maybe oh, yeah. a couple things that uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd cut anything out. Honestly, I'd have to think about oh, it. I maybe mean, I retranslate. Wouldn't... Yeah. Well, and also, it, not in this dub again, but in the original Japanese as well as the newly released dub that I can't watch because I'm so used to these voices. I was gonna say yeah, um, the Viz Media one, which is odd. Yeah, I, I, I think don't it's love on it. Hulu, right? It is on Hulu, yeah. yeah. I just think a lot of the voice actors sound really similar in that one, and I don't love that. Whereas I think these voice actors all have very distinctive voices. Some would argue on Reddit forums that they're ridiculous voices um, and ridiculous choice at, like choices for accents. But to that I say, this is a campy show. Better. I was yeah. going to say, okay. So uh, this is, obviously this is a Deke. Um, where Deke yes. bought the rights. And Appreciation. Um, and they, they're the ones doing the voices, obviously. So Deke yeah. um, was a lot bigger in the 1980s, and they were mm. big-time Saturday afternoon cartoon show. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of a company, Is, kind of an animation studio, wherever bought the rights. Did they work with Digimon, too? I feel like they did. I what? feel like they had a, had a thing with Digimon. Sorry, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, I believe that was Four Kids. Oh! Um, four Kids? Four kids had release rights to some. None of this matters. None of this matters. You talk. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's it's fine. But they uh, four kids actually has 
some of the same kind of trappings because they also did the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes, yes, they uh, did. Dub, oh, the and that one Yu-Gi-Oh is, dub. Is, has also got a, a Brooklyn accident friend. So yeah, yeah. I could see where, you, where you're coming from. But yes, it does. Uh, Deke did like Inspector Gadget, Heathcliff, mm. all that kind of stuff. Um, so when you when you come from that angle, it makes a lot of sense that the voice actors are the way they are and actresses. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's it's especially season one is like Saturday morning cartoon show levels of I'd say ridiculousness, but it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. So, Well, and I also think when people critique the silliness of the accent choices and how they all have such distinctive accents, first, I think it's so that kids can differentiate the characters. But secondly, I think it's because you're watching a show where 14 year olds turn into um, who uh, their outfits turn into sluttier versions of the outfits they were already wearing. <laughs> and then it tells them which yeah. adults to fight. And the adults all turn into like these colorful clown things. And it's like, like I don't know. Like, what do you mean? Like, this is ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous. Who cares? Like, it's it's not meant to be like Handmaid's Tale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I mean, there are moments where it gets very dark. Actually, like, there in the season where the rhinestones. Not what they're called. I forget what they're called exactly. Shoot, my it's sleeping slipping my mind. But like this the season with Sapphire and Emerald and, and Diamond. I mean, he literally like dresses her in like a little outfit and like leaves her on a bed and is like you're gonna love me right and she's like no and he's like "Mm, but you are because i have mind control powers i'm gonna mind control you of course she can't because she loves tuxedo max so much that even with mind control she is she stays true (laughs) but he tries and i'd say that's really dark for something that you're gonna show a child Uh, oh yeah Um, for something that's aimed at teenagers i mean that's what teenage ladies is what the the audience yeah yeah i'm pretty pretty dark i'd say every single one of the monster uh designs as well is like terrifying yeah i I didn't mention it in the first episode but because i obviously already happened but i I just think of some of these transformations from a kid's perspective Mm. that i mean that's really what stuck with me i mean obviously the say all the sailor trans transformations obviously Oh my god, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Transformation. I mean, these I would say are one of the most, if not the most iconic transformation costume changes um, that exist. Like, they are referenced so universally that even if you, I think that you have not seen a single episode, a single movie, seen the comics at all, you would know that um, that transformation was referencing Sailor yeah exactly i i feel like yeah moon i've at least heard of moon prism power oh yeah at least heard that phrase before i know the twirl and the dazzling effects like it's almost synonymous with you know going super saiyan oh yeah everybody knows that i absolutely absolutely agree absolutely agree
here's the pin. Yeah, it's this this whole show is known for for that. And uh, it's one that's not as talked about as much as whenever she turns into these random business positions. Well, because the disguise pin goes away pretty, pretty early on. Yeah. yeah. This is not a superpower that she continues to use. It's brought back a, a little bit later when Sailor Venus pretends, like, does a disguise power as Sailor Moon. And mm-hmm. that is not for a long while. And, and again, it's because they, they're, it's all the big overarching evil plot at that point. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's not, it's not really on Earth anymore, so... No, so Queen Beryl finally gets to do something then. <laughs> is that what you guys are talking about? I feel like it's even... It's like a couple of villains away from now, because I'm pretty sure at that point, Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune have entered the scene, so Queen Beryl, she's out. Because she's only the villain in this first season. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a new, um, bigger, badder villain every season um, that comes in. Uh, so they typically vanquish the villain. And the movies are very interesting because they're basically not related to this, the season at all. The only thing that relates them is that it's the same transformation as whatever season they're um, combined with. Uh, and then, I think, I mean, that's basically it. And then the, the cast of characters is the same cast of characters. Um, if they've introduced a couple of new of the Sailor Scouts at that point, they're involved in the plot of that. But those vill- even the, the villains in the movies only exist in that one movie, and then they're never brought up again, really. Which is so they're like that's movie canon only. Yeah. So you could watch the whole show without the movies, and it would still flow as, as a cohesive piece. Uh, which I uh, that's something that Dragon Ball Z does as well. So I find yeah. that mm-hmm. that's pretty typical. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> this I, is I like mean, it's it's a safer option too. So. Huh. It's a safer option too. Yeah. Um, well, at, a lot of times in, in that situation, like the people working on the movie are not people who typically work. And I, I don't know if that's actually true of Sailor Moon, but it's true of some other animated uh, series where the movies are unrelated to um, the the whole show and it's a different team of people working on it. And they are just given what transformation or like what power level they're at. And that's like what they go off of. Exactly. Getting another transformation scene here. I mean, you get a lot. You get a lot. You get. I think you get like at least two or three per episode. So. Well, and especially in these early episodes, because I don't think she's met. Um, I mean, she's met so few of them at this point. I don't even think she's met Amy yet. Uh, no, that's not until episode five. Yeah. Yeah. And then she meets Mars, and then they don't meet a few episodes later, and they don't meet the rest of them for a while. Yeah, it's only it's yeah. only three of them for like half the season. Yeah, which is why the intro um, has the three of them. They have these, like, scarves, and it's from the episode where they go to uh, an amusement park, and the amusement park is run by evil people, of course, because any business <laughs> they it has is to be. run by evil people. <laughs> um, and Mars is like, this seems, like, pretty evil. And Sailor Moon's like, I'm really just trying to have fun at this amusement park, so I really wish she'd stop trying to kill the vibe. Um, and she won't. And she's right, they're evil. Um, so anyway, like there's a couple scenes in the intro where it's just the three of them because most of the season is just the three of them. Um, Venus comes in right at the tail end, right at the tail, tail, tail of this season. Right for the big fight. Yep. Okay, I I mean, just... com- oh, sorry. I was just going to say, still so entertaining though. Oh my God. Well, so... I there's something that's so wholesome about these first episodes because it's just her trying to like live a life and like a cat keeps trying to get her to like get involved in shit she's not interested in, which I think is really funny. 
I'm really biting my tongue not to bring up a Evangelion comparison. <laughs> I mean, because you can't... just like, go ahead. Because I was gonna say that that was like the aspect that I do like about Sailor Moon, where she just wants to live her life. Like she doesn't want this thing that's really forced upon her. She just has to deal with it, but she still wants to be a middle school girl and just live her life. That's that's what kind of and that's the entertaining thing about this show for me, at least. Well, yeah, I mean, in these early episodes, her objective as a character is not to fight crime. It is to date Andrew, the guy who runs the arcade, <laughs> that is, the manager yeah, that of the arcade. The that is her objective. That's her goal. And then Luna keeps having to be like, this is not your objective. She's like, that's not your objective. It is my objective. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's funny about these fights, and, and it changes every season because she gets a new, like, mega superpower, and then she stops using the old attack, but... It's funny that, like, there's ever any other fighting that happens when it's like, you know it's going to have to end with the tiara, girl. Just take it off. Let's do that now. Then we can yeah. move on. But yeah, here's I also, Yeah, I was going to okay. say, I also like what, during the fight scenes where it's, like, the same shot three oh, yeah. times. The three-peat oh, yeah. shot. <laughs> they didn't have a very Always big budget, Doug. Yeah, I mean, yeah. She just shouts thanks, which I think is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Kill you. I, I always ask the uh, our, our guests the question: uh, sub versus dub. Um. um, you know, I have such a soft spot in my heart for this specific. I was, dub. I was gonna say the exact same thing. This specific dub is just so entertaining. It's like there's just something so like wholesome and like I said, campy about it, and I really love camp like a lot just in general like anything that's like over the top and crazy so i love mm -hmm. this um but i mean the fifth season is only um subs and it's my favorite season by a long shot because it you know all of the all of the progressive parts of sailor moon that are cut out of this of this um dub are in there you know and you get to see them which i think is really cool because there's a moment when like the starlights um they find out that they're boys and girls or something in between and so a couple of them are like i don't have a crush on them anymore because i'm just mostly into guys like not in like an offensive way just like in a you know you know like that doesn't really align with like what i'm looking for and sailor moon's like mm, i'm definitely still into the main one like a lot um and people are like well you can't be because you have a future child we all love already and also like the universe depends on you and darian being together it's very but darian's been captured but she thinks he's away at school and just not messaging her it's a very um <laughs> very dramatic uh Drama. very dramatic yeah it's high there is a scene where she's crying in the rain on the roof of their high school in the fifth season and she's like i just miss my boyfriend so much and he looks at her the other guy and he goes i'm not enough and i was literally like oh my god i can't believe this is happening right now <laughs> i was like he's crying and she's crying and i'm crying this is so much um and it really was it was awesome <laughs> did the uh episode uh trip over for you Yes, it is. It is in process. Cool. It is living and given. Do you want to? I mean, one aspect of these episodes that doesn't really, um, I don't think, is collected anymore is those little PSAs at the end. They are on, Sailor Moon says is on the uh, DVDs that I bought that someone made to look like properly proper. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I loved the Sailor Moon says they're crazy. They're like literally. They're like. Sailor Moon, because this one is, is this one the workout episode? This one is the workout yeah. episode, yeah. 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 So, 
fun workout outfits up ahead. But um, the Sailor Moon says at the end of this one uh, is like, fitness is important, but not if like you're basically going to have an eating disorder. And I was like, yeah, go off Sailor Moon. That's a great point. You should say that. Like you should, you need to eat food, like workouting, working out. That's fine. But like, not the point where you're literally like sick or you're like can't move. So yeah. I, I do like how all these early villains are kind of they're like vices almost. Yeah. To be, yeah. Which is like a lot jewelry of jewelry and greed in that first one and yeah. then uh uh there's one about being a pop star. Second one. Yeah. And yeah. Too yeah, much fame. Fame. Well, fame, fame is a, a, a they all at one point, save for um, Sailor Jupiter and Sailor Mercury, want to be pop stars, which I think is very interesting. And they rotate which of um, Mars, Venus, and Sailor Moon like wants to be the pop star. Like, that's my dream. I want to be a pop star. And it's like, since when? I thought it was the other one's dream. Like, I feel like you're like, <laughs> copying her dream right now. Um, but also, like, I guess what teenager doesn't want to be famous? You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. relatable content. Oh, you got to put a hashtag in front of that. Hashtag so relatable. Hashtag relatable. Uh, (laughs) But, um, I mean, those were put in because of the government. Like, those are only U.S. uh, Yeah, the Sailor Moon says. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, Slim City. And also, all this dub, they all have different names than the original episode names. Yeah. The original episode names are far less, like, punny and suggestive. They're basically like, this is what's going to happen in the episode. I will oh, say they do. Okay. Luna does fat shame uh, Sailor Moon quite a bit in, in this. Not in, not only in this episode, but in like a bunch and, of them. And in the later episode, well, I in this one it feels like she's just poking at her. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I mean, what I always, always saw it as poking at that. Yeah, insecurity at, at the insecurity. Yeah, I would yeah. say she is always. It, she never means it. I think, but I I do think like if I were if that if I were gonna cut something from the show now, that would be the thing I would cut. I, um, or these jokes. I, I'd keep it in this episode, but in this episode, yeah. Because after it, that, it is, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think that kind of goes back on what Jeremy was saying, like where Luna's like kind of like a grandma. Yeah. And that I think in that sense, that's where it kind of really does shine a little bit, where it's just like that, just like old timey, like just poking fun at them. Yeah, because um, they not realizing up. context is now different. Well, so. And then like in the scene that just happened she's like that half pound like she's trying to be like you're stupid for caring about this but in some of the yeah. other episodes it's also poking fun but like less uh related to what's happening it's right. just it's yeah kind like of maybe, random yeah yeah and I, it's like okay well i don't need to do that something this show loves to do with their villains is one they rotate through who's like the main uh second in command who's going to be running all these earth missions for the main villain. Um, but in the conversations they have with the main villain, there's always a group of people behind them, basically like faceless people. It's very similar with the circus villain squad they have going on in a later season. There's mm-hmm. just like a bunch of people standing in the background, like witnessing these altercations. It's like, that's weird. Why are they all in here for this? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, it's unlike to not try and make another star Wars uh, comparison, but to make another Star Wars comparison, you know, it's like Darth Vader was always alone with the Emperor. Yeah. So yeah. why does Queen Beryl get this huge audience while her uh, minion Jedi just like comes to be here to basically be berated yeah. by her? Yeah. In front of this whole crowd. It's the Negaverse, oh. Doug. Come on. Yeah, this is the Negaverse. The Negaverse. So what was the original? I feel like that's another translation 
uh, for American kid audiences. I actually, is, is there... I, I have no idea. I, I'm I, I think sure it, it is Negaverse. I think it is. Hmm. It's not a crazy translation. It might be something slightly different in Japanese, but I don't think it's enough to to warrant any kind of. Yeah, it's not like different. kooky crazy. Yeah. I, I, I like this feature because her hair reminds me of my hair. Just thought I'd <laughs> let you guys know. Oh, yeah, the, the teacher. Does. Yeah, if I had bangs, which I won't have because I had bangs when I was in the eighth grade, and they, they weren't cute, so I'll never go back. But oh no, <laughs> never hashtag never. But again. also, this kid has literal pictures of his teacher working I just out. Gotta say that. Gross. <laughs> yes. Gross. It's it's Mandark. Mandark's got pictures of the of the teacher working out. Yeah, Yak City. Absolutely no, thank you. Which they, and, I mean, they do say that they. That's what they're they're doing right now. Uh, they're yeah, like, they're like chasing exactly. him around, like to go beat his ass and steal the pictures. Yeah, he ends up having posters of, especially in the next episode. He has a poster of the pop star. They're like, well, where'd you he, get that? <laughs> he ends up with Molly in in, and, in yeah. the show. They yeah. end up dating and being very happy. Because she dates um, one of the minions of the Negaverse, a knight of the Negaverse. In the comics, they were all, uh, um, I'm so sorry, my brain, Fritz, Fratz. Uh, they were tuxedo masks, like, first in command, second in command, whatever, whatever. And then the Negaverse and Queen Beryl, like, poison their minds so that they'll, like, work for her. Um, but they're supposed, in, like, the very, very original version of this, not the show, but in, in text, they... Um, they all have a sailor scout that they go with that they end up with like they're mm. destined for but that's not um a part of the show at all um so one of them dates molly later in the season for a bit like an episode or two i don't know how to feel about these japanese uniforms um like the they are japanese uniforms, uniforms though yeah i mean that's how that's I... what they look like so I mean, the thing with the, the outfits in this episode, I think they're all really cute. <laughs> I would love to own what he's wearing. I'd love to own what they're wearing. I'd love to own what the teacher's wearing. <laughs> um, I think all those fits are absolute fire. Yeah, everybody's but, got yeah. everybody's got some tights on. Yeah, but it's weird. Suits. <laughs> but I mean, you have to think we're in a post like Jane Fonda workout tape. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was just gonna bring is, that up. Yeah. Uh, actually, this is '92, so we're even close to Jane, closer to Jane Fonda than '95. Yeah, is. yeah. So the clap sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Got er yeah, everything about like... this stuff. I, unfortunately, I don't have the subtitles on, or else I'd be laughing a little bit more. <laughs> His purple sunglasses inside during the day. <laughs> during the day. <laughs> He's got his little clap. His his hands look strange. He looks like he owns like a club, but it's just a gym. It's truly just a gym. Yeah, his hands do look very weird. It's like very odd. Peculiar. He's got he's a uh, uh, a bastardization of uh, Bono and uh, oh, not Jane Fonda, but what's his name? The other guy uh, that was known for those '80s workout videos. Richard. Oh, something. Richard Pryor. Or something, Richard. Richard Simmons. Simmons. Yes, yes, Richard yeah. Simmons. I don't know why also, I was thinking prior. Bathtub <laughs> scenes Richard... in the original Japanese scene were a was, bit more. I was uh, just going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, they were. Uh, there were some lineage that you could see in the waters are like red for some reason. I don't know. 
But for the American release versions in the 90s, they were like, mm, yeah, we're going to cover that up. These are children. Which, a lot, again, a lot of the American um, dubbing I disagree with. But with that, I think they were probably on the nose. I think they made a, made a good call. I had more bubbles. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, That's just Japan again, I guess. I don't even know why they would think to, to add in lines in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very, I don't know. I think it's very weird. Uh, weird move, weird move. But I mean, also they're fourteen and they're dating college guys, so like I don't, I don't know where the line is and all of that. Um, it's, it's kind of and also talking about like which lines are being crossed, you know, between Japan and America, like which has become which is more aggressive and what is uh, censored more. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, and you, yeah. So almost almost everything that America takes out, I think they were very wrong for doing in the nineties, but that one. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give you that one, guys. That was, that was weird. One for yeah. Team USA. Yeah, USA. No, just kidding. Why would I be Team USA <laughs> at all? Um, well, like again, like that's. I, I think that's still the interesting thing about like um, just Takeuchi's original and uh, vision just being butchered for American conservative ideals. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, because 90s America, when you look at it, like, even cartoons, for that matter, very uh, female-empowered um, and very different-oriented. Uh, but it's interesting that this was still censored and, like, um, reconfigured in a lot of ways to still appease that right mentality. I, I, to, to throw a devil's advocate, uh, this, is, this is a... This is a show intended for children. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I, and this is... I think about this with any kind of show that has some kind of romantic relationship relationship mm -hmm. in it that's meant for children. Right. I I almost always disagree with it. But that's just... I don't, I don't know. I have, to, I have to develop this idea a little bit more. I, I personally don't like uh, the idea of almost any kind of romantic interactions in kids' shows. And maybe well, that's. I, Go ahead. I can see what you're saying completely. I think with this, like, her relationship with Tuxedo Mask is very wholesome. Like, you don't, at least in the show, and even in the Japanese version of the show, like, they, they will have, like, a kiss sometimes, but it's a lot of them, like, holding hands or his hand, like, his arm around her, but in a very wholesome way. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other characters that have more serious romantic relationships are older, like, Sailor Neptune and Sailor Uranus are older than these girls um, by a few years, so I think it's a little less like, ee, you know. Well, and then they're cousins in this version, so that's, yeah. you know, that's <laughs> e for so that's ee. That's ee for a different reason completely altogether. I, I I don't know. This is still a theory that I'm just I think about in the back of my mind occasionally, um, because I mean little kids like each other too, right? So yeah, yeah. Well, and I also think it's hard like, to say. Um, my gut was to say, like, oh, this is marketed towards 14-year-old girls. And it's like, well, maybe I should be zooming out and saying, well, should what we're marketing towards 14-year-old girls be your objective is dating? No. I no. think the answer is no. Um, it should be fighting I, demons. And it, but, and, and it is, mostly. Which I yeah. think that's... which All of this dating aside, like, at the end of the episode, no matter what she wants to focus on, she has to focus on the bigger picture. And eventually, mm -hmm. like, that is the focus. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I think that's almost... 
I, I, maybe I'm back, maybe I'm backtracking, but it's like, that's kind of nice. Like that, like, she's like, oh, I'm supposed to be focusing on this. And it's like, no, you're not. You're really supposed to be focusing on these really big issues that could help like everyone in the entire world. Yeah. There's, there's people that are being affected by a, a jewelry monster that's sucking their energy out of them. Yeah. Maybe you should go you fight to, that instead of, yeah. Yeah. I need to save my best friend and her mom. That's way more important. And, like, the, I feel friendship is, like, the biggest part of the show. Like, I think the romance, I think the relationship of Sailor Moon and Tuxedo Mask is very secondary to the friendship of the Sailor Scouts. And, like, exactly. the, it's a, what they have together. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, by the time season two comes along, it's, uh, it's definitely more of them as a group. than. Uh, mm. It's also interesting that when they don't have their memories of uh, the Moon Kingdom, that they're so mean to each other. They I are. Mean, yeah. They I, are. I think that's a really weird thing that they, um, which is why I do ship um, Sien Usagi season five. Don't at me, but um, <laughs> I know they can't be together for a lot of really realistic and serious reasons. But like they like each other as people, not because of memories unlocked of a past life. Whereas um, you know, uh, Sailor, Sailor Mask, Mask, yeah, like that is wholly based on um, that past lifetime. So that kind of like throws into the question, like, are they meant for each other, you know, um, even with with or without their memories? Because it seems like it only banks on that. Once they have their memories unlocked in their last lifetime, because the whole war supposedly started because Queen Beryl had a crush on Tuxedo Mask and was of like, course. you can't have him. And Sailor Moon was like, mm, we're getting married. So we definitely are going to be together. Like, get over it. Get wrecked. Well, she I'm was gonna... like, what if you get wrecked and I kill your mom and all of your loved ones? And then she did. <laughs> so I was like, well, okay. Which isn't talked about a ton in the show, but it's, um, it's like it... hinted at. Because then Beryl steals Tuxedo Mask back and like tries to brainwash him and successfully does for a while because she's trying to like, be like no i'm gonna have you in this lifetime but then of course the power of love is stronger doesn't work never would never could i'm hearing a uh uh frankie goes to hollywood song right now in my head <laughs> called the power of love if you want to know is that from is that the one that's in um back to the future no there's uh, a power of love song in back to the future but that's maybe that's, that's uh, a huey lewis that's huey movies. yeah um, yeah, 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 thank you. I don't think you. Power of Love's been in any movies, but I could be wrong about that. I was going to say, the only Frankie Goes to Hollywood song is Relax, and I only think of uh, Zoolander for that one. I've seen Zoolander but once, and it was very recently. I liked it a, a normal amount, I would say. <laughs> yeah, that was his uh, the Manchurian Candidate song to have him kill the Malaysian Prime Minister. Mm, yes, 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 yes. You know what I think is interesting about these cons that the villains have for humans and you know they're right because people are stupid people are like if someone presented me like a weird alien looking thing and they were like yeah this is like a sauna sort of cool down moment that you do after your workout i would be a little suspicious i, like, I don't know if i want to get in this this seems weird why does it have veins so, all over it my again this is uh, maybe i shouldn't give the, the show so much credit um, please do but i love I, the show go ahead i always saw it as um Usagi or Serena is always able to see through the tricks because she's mm. she's got her past unlocked at you know at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. everybody, I think I wish that there was a scene that to everybody else this looked like a normal sauna, like showers or something. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. But when uh, Serena walks in, it's actually these veiny whatever things. Well, and that does actually happen at some in some of the episodes where like the illusion breaks down because I think there are some episodes where she doesn't see it. And yeah. then the illusion starts to break down because, like, she starts to fight or, like, someone breaks something. And then you're like, oh, behind the curtain, this is soul-sucking yeah. murder stuff. Uh, specific, you know? uh, in the fifth one, there's a, a DOS program that's t- that's talking to them and sucking their energy out because they're all studying. Is that the computer With program? With the computers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And then... Um, and, and she Amy... has to cover her ears or else she gets brainwashed. Yeah. So... Yeah. Well, and Sailor Mercury comes out in that episode, and had she not been given her pen, wouldn't have been able to like stay out of the trance. Right. They have their like little transformation pens. They're very, very cute. Very, very cute. <laughs> they are. Big fan. So, a uh, little inconsistencies, if I can say that. But uh, you also you have to think too, um, and this is maybe me giving the show too much credit. But um, the second in command changes pretty frequently. So, like, perhaps different villains that become second in command for Barrel and then other, you know, big bads in later seasons, like, have different abilities to hide things, you know? Oh, yeah. Different expertise in doing that. I feel like that is. Yeah, maybe one's more, more like a, a used car salesman is able to uh, yeah. convince people. Right, right. Um, some of them are more dedicated to having the um, fake stores be like functional, uh, whereas some of them are like, "Why does this need to be functional?" And I think yeah, that it's that just is a, where it's just funny. a sheen. Yeah. Yeah, they're everything. like, this, yeah, "This doesn't need to be a literal gym." And some of them are like, "What if we built a whole business and like really advertised it and got <laughs> it off the ground?" <laughs> they actually put a, a whole bunch of effort into it. It turns out it's like actually becomes super popular. Well, there are villains who in later, there's a, a group of villains in later seasons, it's a group of sisters, and they, that's basically what happens, where they're like, oh, yeah. you yeah. could have a life here, you don't have to do this, um, and they're like, you're right, and then they just like actually open the store, <laughs> and they're like, we're just going to do this now, which I think is very funny, and also very sweet. Um, yeah, I liked them. They had very fun character designs. One of them, I believe, looks like Elsa. Um, in this dub, she's called Birdie, I think, but she looks like Elsa to me. If Elsa wore a unitard and not a dress instead. From the Disney movie? Yes, yes. I think she looks like Elsa, okay. the Disney princess. Sorry to specify. There could be many people named Elsa. It's just a name. Um, but yeah, I do think that. Oh, I, I mean, I, I knew that's who you're talking about, but I just double checking. No, absolutely. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, she's got her TR out, ready to it's a, it's interesting that she never she can't kill any like humans with it it's only the uh the negative force people they yeah just like, verse. like she she bisected like her second villain or first villain i can't remember but you know they did the the fist of the north star where you don't see all the violence it's all flashed out in like black and white yeah. but yeah. you can clearly see somebody getting torn in half by a tiara yeah. well they turn into dust you know they yeah. turn into dust yeah <laughs> it's but yeah uh but if she hits humans who are being used by the evil people it just turns them back into humans um yeah um i never noticed that she pulls her buns up when she's in the in the, in the bath that's kind of oh funny. yeah is she because she doesn't want to here's the thing completely get it <laughs> i have a sh- i have a lot of hair i have a shower cap if i'm not washing my hair because there's mm. no way i'm trying to let that be damp for the rest of my day no way. 
So it's hashtag relatable. Hashtag relatable content yet again. This show, it's exactly what my life looks like. <laughs> well, uh, we're coming to the end of this one. So Yes, uh, we are. Yes, we are. Um, I mean, are do we want to... game for one more or... We'll pause it here. Maybe we'll do more episodes in the future. Sure. Oh my gosh, we could... This could be a continuing where it's like... Doug Alley and Jeremy watch Sailor Moon. <laughs> Sailor Moon again. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm never going to say no to watching Sailor Moon. I will say that. Oh, the Sailor Moon says it's actually at the end of this video. Uh, it's yeah. been at the end of all of them. Uh, oh, oh, I, yes, yes, yes. But I just mean like I'm actually watching it now. I, oh, yeah. I like the, uh, the Saved by the Bell like uh, background. Background to him, yeah. Yeah, With yeah. The to it. I like that. It's very cute. And the Sailor Moon, or Sailor Says little logo is very, very cute. Very, very cute. Tattoo of it. Get it. I I am unhinged, so don't tempt me. I might. Um, <laughs> all my tattoos are stupid anyway. Um, I have one for my dead hamster, so maybe I would get one for Sailor Moon says. She's taught me a lot. All right. So <laughs> the the last question then the last real question. Okay. Which one is the best of the Sailor Soldiers? Got it now. Or is it Sailor Guardians? Uh, so I I still go with the original. I like that. I, I'm just because I like the older translation. Yeah. I mean, we've got Sailor Soldier, Sailor Guardian, Sailor Sensei. Sensei. I can't say it right. My, my mouse doesn't do it, but that's fine. Um, my favorite, that's very hard. They all have a lot of, um, they have, I don't know, they all have a lot of really cool skills because, like, I, I was literally about to say out of drag, but, like, out of Sailor Scout state, um, Mars still has the ability to really, like, use her, um, like, which Wiccan sort of ways, which I think is very cool. And then Jupiter just genuinely is very strong, um, you know. And Amy is so intelligent, you know, Mercury's so intelligent. And then Venus and Sailor Moon, they're just kind of like, yeah, we're blonde. <laughs> 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 like, when we're not Sailor Scouts, we're very pretty. And it's like, that's true. That's 100% true. But that's not me. I don't know. I mean, Sailor Moon is my favorite. That's I'm very partial to her. I know that's lame, a lame answer because she's the main character, but I... No shame in it. Yeah, exactly, no shame in it. Yeah. She's um, a very empathetic person, and I think mm -hmm. that that is, like, is her superpower out of scout form, which is, again, like, very after-school special of me to say, but I do. I think, like, she is so able to um, empathize with not only the people that are in pain, but also the people that have maybe made bad decisions and ended up in a bad spot um, mm -hmm. and make things better. Um, like her go-to isn't violence. She's always going to try to talk to the villains first because she doesn't want to fight and she never did. And I think that even when she accepts her duty, she's still really trying to not like violence is really her last resort. Like she doesn't want to fight people. Um, she wants to end things as amicably as possible. She wants people to see like the value in loving each other and, and do that. And I think that that's kind of sweet. I don't know. Uh, who are your guys' favorite scouts? Go for it, Doug. I already know what mine is, but I'm curious well, to see what those is. Yeah. Doug, well, or do you want me to go well, first and you, you can wait a second? Well, I was going to say, I mean, uh, from the six episodes I've seen <laughs> of Sailor Moon, like that's all I have to go on. And I only know... Uh, Serena and uh, Amy for Sailor Mercury. Those are the only ones I know. Um, but from what I've, what I was exposed to, uh, I guess I would have to go with Serena also, just because um, 
she's a character that makes me laugh and she is very uh she's what you kind of want your main character to be you know not this just overt um strong-minded person but somebody who is just um wanting to live their own life and then just something is forced upon them and it's just them trying to pick up the pieces from that those are characters i've always liked and enjoyed and she is one that can be relatable and downright just uh somebody that you would see like across like across the street like um somebody that you would know almost well and i also that... think like she doesn't take life too seriously yes like it's not the end of the world and they're like it literally is the end of the world so you might yeah. need to stop making jokes and like make it, it take a second and i like that she's like no, i'm probably not gonna do that <laughs> very rarely exactly. does she only when tuxedo mask is in grave grave danger does she like take a pause Let and go. Be like, oh my gosh this is really serious we should really get things together <laughs> but uh, yeah that's my answer and uh the voice actor for serena is also really good at uh their job i know yeah the, uh terry hawks i believe is her name Mm. Um, she didn't actually she's not even known as a voice actress this is like the only thing she, that she did mm. really? she did costume designing I think let me double check before I say the wrong thing here right ah come on <laughs> um, while I'm looking this up though <laughs> I'd say uh, Jupiter. She Jupiter? is my close second. She I, is my I, second. I always, anytime it's her, one of her episodes, I'm like, yes. In her first episode, uh, a guy, she's defending um, Serena. Some guys say something, and someone calls her babe. One of the guys call her babe, and she flips them over their head. This is before she's given the ability to be a superhero. And she says, don't call me babe, in this dub, this version of the dub. I remember seeing that and being like, that is literally the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. Because it's the equivalent of being like smile or like catcalling her. And she's like, I will right. literally punch you so hard that you will never be able to breathe again. Like, it's happening. It's done. It's done now. You can't breathe. Sorry about it. Which I think is really cool. So um, you just want, you're just waiting for your, your Jupiter moment. Uh, you know, I, I unfortunately don't have a lot of physical strength, but I can hurt people with words. So, you know, it comes... You know what? That's all you need sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. No, Jupiter. And then I think like is tied with Mercury for me because I there's an episode where they go to a dance, like a college dance, because again, mm -hmm. their boyfriends are in college. And um, and Jupiter got the stress that she's so excited about. And, like no one's really asking her to dance. And she's like, yeah, you know, when you're tall like me, like nobody really asks you to dance, whatever. Mm -hmm. And Mercury's like, I'll ask you to dance. You want to dance? And they like dance and it's so cute and sweet. Um, and like, everyone's like in awe, like, Oh, they're such great dancers. It's so beautiful to watch them dance together, whatever, whatever. Um, and it's, it's just so wholesome and lovely. And Amy's always doing shit like that. She's like, Oh, you feel bad. I would do anything to make you feel better. That's okay. a very, I mean, going back on what you were saying about this show, like revolving more about friendship than rather than the romance. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's a great example of that. And I feel like should kids cartoons, you know, more directed towards like those types of uh, relationships between friends. Well, I, yeah, I like the idea of just being like, you feel lonely. And so mm -hmm. your immediate thought, because you've been conditioned to feel this way, is that you should then enter some sort of romantic relationship. But that isn't necessarily the answer. If you feel lonely, there are people that love you and they care about you and they're right there and they'll exactly. dance with you and they'll get dressed up with you. 
and they do and it's so sweet and lovely just just lovely <laughs> well I, I think we've already got our conclusions out of the way well. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say you usually um, ask for conclusions but we've already kind of that was a good segue uh, yeah wrap wrap wrapped it up unfortunately i i misspoke terry hawks uh, i thought she was a sound design person more so than a voice actress but i guess i'm wrong about that oh well so just Jeremy was wrong earlier. about was... a Sailor Moon fact. Oh, well. We've all learned something new today about a voice actress named Terry Hawks. Yes, that's, that's the original one. It, she gets replaced. Yeah, she does pretty early second. on. No, I, th I think she gets at least through the first season. Yeah, but I, I sorry, I meant like through the, the series. As oh, a whole. the series um, as a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty early on in the series as a whole, and it it did for me. It felt like a very stark contrast when it happened. Um, but then after I, you know, a few episodes, you get used to it, and you're like, it's pretty similar. It's close enough. I mean, you have to. I, I think yeah, she's you... a little bit more nasally, but yeah, yeah. Oh well, uh, that's just a personal opinion. Um, I guess any final thoughts? I Final thoughts. Um, I'm excited to see more of uh, the Sailor Moon journey, I guess, even though I probably was spoiled it this last uh, <laughs> Well, now I know episode. what to look forward to. Well, and I feel like what we've said is so dense that at yeah. least for me, if someone said all that to me, I would retain very little of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd go in pretty fresh. Okay. But uh, thanks for coming on, Allie. Yeah, I hope it wasn't too bad. Uh, no, 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 definitely not. I Honestly, I... I'm almost considering doing more episodes in the future just as there's so much more I wanted to talk about we didn't even get to so I would literally love to watch more Sailor Moon <laughs> I love this show um, so I will always be willing to if you are ever need a, a buddy to comment on things with I mean clearly I can talk about Sailor Moon a lot sorry so. we'll, we'll call you in as our uh, Sailor Moon expert to come on in whenever we have a Sailor Moon I was gonna say we'll, we'll, we'll phone a friend. Yeah. I a title I would absolutely wear with pride. Sailor Moon <laughs> expert. I'd wear that shit with pride. I tell you that. So. Oh my gosh! Next Pride Parade, you should have your Sailor Moon costume. Well, we'll see. I haven't started making one, so. But I also whip out a costume pretty quickly. It does not take that long because I cut a lot of corners. I would sometimes people are like, "Do you want to sell these?" And I'm like, "No," because um, then I would have to like hem them and do a lot of like measuring as opposed to just sort of eyeballing and hoping for the best right um but we'll see all right well i think that's it for us so that was uh, first three episodes of sailor moon and we and next week we will be no longer doing anime fortunately so not to say that we won't return which i'm sure we will no. so oh I'll, I'll be sure of it that we will <laughs> so thanks again Allie, for coming on and uh, folks at home, we'll say to you, sayonara. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>